Welcome to Don't Wake the Kids Podcast, episode 31. I'm your co-host, Ryan. And I'm Samantha. I got really zippy at the end of that one. You sounded like those people on the radio back in the day, you know? Oh. The, the DJs. Hey, welcome to KPRD, yeah. W1, 104.5, 1.2, kicking in the oldies classics. Back to you. No? I felt like I was going to win a vacation or something, <laughs> but I know that's not true. Um, welcome to Wake the Kids Podcast. This is a podcast we make after the kids go to sleep, although technically our kids are still awake upstairs. I've yelled up the stairs, well, actually from my seat in the dining room a couple this of is, times, yeah. hoping that my voice sure. will carry through the walls. This has been our evening. Let me tell you the layout real quick of what's been going on, because I can hear them yelling upstairs. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one I'm assuming is tiny. So I heard something about Hydra. Who cares? They're all, they're, they're, he doesn't want to go to sleep. The oldest one wants to go to sleep. I just got done reading Lord of the Rings to them. We're getting pretty far in that. And then I went, and I got out, and there was just a, a breadcrumb trail of dog pee from their oh. room all the way down the stairs. I don't even know why that would be. I've never seen a dog do that, and it, it just she just must have... I don't know what it is. Like she sprung a leak, like literally like a bag of pee. Just like just like a little dotted line all the way down. It was fantastic. It's really, really fun to clean up because it's not like a puddle. Right. It's just, it's just all way down. But it led to puddles. <laughs> it led to puddles. Well, I guess then it wasn't a complete waste. Um, we'll start off with what we kind of, in general, what we're we drinking. Go ahead. What do you, what you got? Right now, I'm pre gaming with water because I'm not 20 anymore. And I have here in this growler a Huckleberry cider from that place. Um, I've um, this is what's left of my growler. I have nothing else. Is all I've emptied it, and this is it. This is a hazy IPA, and I can't remember the title because, but it's really good. He can't remember the title because he's at the end of. The well, growl. I can't. I, I went to look it up, and they've already changed the listings. Yeah. And I can't remember what it was. But I don't it's, remember. It's really mine. good. I just know it's Huckleberry, and I'm usually not a cider person, as I think I've talked about, <clears> but they haven't been having beer I like there mm. for summertime. Like it's all IPAs or ales. <clears> I like. A good fruity hefeweizen. This is um I forgot this is a little bit it's a New England IPA so it's hazy, New England I, hazy IPA which is kind of weird because a New England IPA is kind of hazy in general. Sure. But they have a, a New New England IPAs tend to have like a less um, bitter. Uh huh. I don't know for everything everything uh-huh. IPA for you is bitter but I get you know. <laughs> um, so uh where where we are right now is um. So we actually recorded a podcast before this. And it didn't turn out well, but so we're our gonna, audio was horrible. It was it was bad. Hopefully this turns out a lot better. In that podcast, we were talking about reviewing our, where we caught up with Loki, but we'll talk about it later. I think we're gonna finish Loki t- next week actually, because next week is the final episode of Loki. Really? Because we're one episode behind, so we'll catch. We'll watch two episodes that and one. finish out the season. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. Um. So and Sam is just along for the ride with this one because I'm just taking the brains on this on this particular podcast. Oh yeah. If the, you know, do it. I because I've had these things in the back of my mind I want to share with you and I thought want to kind of like. I thought you said taking the brains, but you well, said you, I don't taking the, the reins. The reins, yeah, yeah. I don't have the brains. I was like, I don't get what that means. Okay. Taking the brains. I just for our listeners in case they were confused. Um, I'm sorry, I interrupted. Go. No, ahead. no, no. Um, so I think we're first. We're, we're gonna wait for. Um, the whole what list we can geek later because mm-hmm. that's going to tie into kind of Loki a little bit but right now I want to come at you with some stuff cool. so I don't know if you noticed you probably have noticed that my ongoing favorite show that I've been watching and we talked about in the past is Mythic Quest right so uh, I've just fe- finished season two which ended up kind of weird we'll talk about it later but do we have to? no 
Cool. But I, what I want to talk about about Mythic Quest is mm-hmm. something I think that you might be interested in. Do you remember the last time we talked about it? I said that was that one episode. It was episode six of season one. It was all about this like these two like game developers that fell in love and yes. blah, blah, blah. yeah, remember that? Uh-huh. Okay, so here's why. Witness. So episode six of season two is also similar, where they took a one-off episode where they completely jump out and talk about something else completely. Although this one kind of tied in more because it's actually one of the characters from the show, but it was one from his past. Okay. I'm going to summarize really quickly. Uh-huh. Okay. So, mm. Mythic Quest, obviously, they're like an MMO developing thing, but... So, there's a writer on there who writes all, the, like, the, the like you know, the backstory. This old man writer. And in the in the show, he's, like, this, like... They, they turn to him for all, like, the backstory and stuff. He's this old man. They, they kind of blow him off. I don't think... I think you're going to have to rewind a smidge, even though I wouldn't like to, to explain what Mythic Quest is. Because we have talked about it, but like I'm, I've am i already forgotten. Okay, Mythic Quest is a show on Apple TV Plus, or whatever it's called, Apple Plus. Everything's Plus now. You realize that? Yeah. Um, it started with, like, Hulu Plus, and then everything after that was Plus. Uh-huh. You got Hulu Plus, you got Apple Plus, Disney Plus. It's all Pluses. One Plus X. Why, why Plus? Why not just call more. it something else? Disney More. If you just called it Disney streaming, would that people be confused? No, they no. wouldn't. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Side rant. Um, so on Apple Plus or whatever it's called, um, it's, it, it, there's two seasons of it out now. They just finished season two. The premise of Mythic Quest is that it's kind of this, it's this fun comedy by the people by one of the creators who created um, It's Always Funny in Philadelphia, Always Sunny, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. which I never saw. But now I've started watching because the show is so funny and I've endured and really enjoyed it. The premise is that they're like this MMO, which is a massive multiplayer online game like World of Warcraft, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like a comedy base and, and the development team who develops that game. Yeah. And there's really funny stuff all throughout. Um, have we talked about Joe Schmo on this show, on this, on this I don't podcast? Know. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, we do so, that on our other podcast. On our other podcast. Um, I hope you Google that. Let's do our other podcast. Um, so uh, that's the premise. It's really funny. It's kind of like um, it ha- has hints of uh, Silicon Valley, you know, uh-huh. yeah. where it's, it's really witty and funny, but it's based off of like real stuff. Um, and it's also just really like it point makes fun of all like the, kind of the makings of any kind of like a show or the behind the scenes of stuff uh-huh. is really where uh-huh. it's at. Um, and it... Uh, well, uh, the basis is that they're trying to create constantly create expansions for this online gaming thing. And the funny thing is, you have the two teams. You have one who's the the, the lead guy, who's the who's the creator of the the game, who's all like lofty in thoughts, but he's like super cocky and super like brah, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, like he's like, and, and that's his persona. Who mm-hmm. who is it? He's from I can't remember the actor's name, but he's from It's Always Sunny. And the other side is the technical team, which is named by uh, a girl named Poppy, or I think her name is Poppy. She's really hilarious. She's Australian, a game developer, and she um, she's the coder. So she comes up with all the nitty gritty stuff, but she also develops hand in hand. And that's kind of the premise of the show, and it's really, really funny. It's fun. I all think right. you'd actually. And then now, it. fast forward to. We're at in season two. Mm-hmm. You don't even know anything really going on other than the the, the, the what I'm talking about is that. Uh, one of the characters is a storyteller. He's the he's the the backstory creator. Um, like you know, like if you play when we play like uh, 
Diablo three and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So his so they hired him because he was this famous like science fiction fan science fiction fantasy writer from like the seventies, but now he's like he's kind of like uh, George R R Martin if he never mm-hmm. got hit anything big kind mm-hmm. of thing like he did, he had one success in the past and now they, they hired him to come and write the backstory. Um, so uh, this particular episode that I want to talk about season two episode six like I said it's, it's a one off it's kind of this. Uh, it's a flashback of where he started off, and he started off. And he wanted. He was really wanted to be. He's this writer who really wanted to write science fiction. He loved science fiction. He loved. Um, you're gonna have to help me. You might actually know this stuff, like the the author of and um Android. What is it, like Android's dream of electric sheep and stuff like that. Asmanoff and stuff like that. Anyways, I don't know what you're talking about. There's Asmanoff. There's um my what's that guy like that draw that this illustrated man. And uh-uh. uh, come on, um, he's my favorite like science fiction author, um, oh. Ray Bradbury. Oh, yeah, Ray Bradbury. And there's a, there's a, a woman as well. I can't remember her name. And she wrote there. So basically, there's a company that that has hired these really high end sci- sci fi writers. And this particular writer, the Is character, it Octavia Butler. It might be. I have to look. The lady. Yeah. That kind of sounds right. I have to, I have to look back and be like basically though. Um, the the person shows it is it's the, it's it's how this one writer got started and he starts off as a copywriter at this like place where all these big writers were writing right him and two other people got hired at the same time so all three of these characters got hired at the same time and they're all uh, aspiring science fiction writers and their whole goal is that they they hope they won't get they get published for their stuff right so while they're cop doing copywriting and, and stuff like the proofreading these famous writers that go into this magazine and stuff like that they they're the whole time writing their own science fiction works and trying to get that published the reason I want to talk about this um, is I mean that the whole episode is, it's kind of like the development of that it's really like these episode sixes of this show are fantastic they're like there's own like one offs you can watch mm-hmm. them and they're just mm-hmm. I, I think they're really good uh, one off episodes um and it's just this struggle as as a writer who wants to be known and for his art and stuff like that, and how and how they work together and they're all trying to like um, uh, they're feeding off each other. They're like they'll read each other's works and get feedback and then keep moving forward and forward. Um, the first one to get anything published is, is the, the woman, um, and she gets hers published. And then uh, this is like it ends up being kind of a love triangle too because there's two guys and, and the one girl and so like this whole thing. Anyways, um, what I want to talk about, though, out of that mm. is... Thank you. I'm sorry, babe. Well, a couple things. One, have you ever thought about being a writer? Like writing stuff. Like, like writing books or literature Who or hasn't? poetry. Yeah. Lots of people have not thought of that. Oh, okay. I feel like the people I hang out with have. <laughs> okay. What would you, if you were a writer, what would you, what would you aspire to write? Um, here's the thing. You know, I've started writing a book, uh-huh. you know, and uh, the funny thing is, is that it's not what I would ever read. I would never read it. Why, then why would you write it? Because I don't know. This is because. OK, so it's a book about my grandma. I told you about this. Go on. Did I tell you about you this? Might not have. Go on. Did I keep this a secret? It's no longer secret. It's not on a podcast. Go. It's this book about my grandma, who I never met because she died 
uh, you know, like 12 years before. I know. Do you want to inform our listeners of the story? I do not. Okay. (laughs) But, so my grandma died, and there's a whole situation around that. And I had always wanted to meet her because I know my other grandparents aren't going to listen to this because two of them are dead, and the other one... Just doesn't, doesn't listen, listen to, to podcasts. podcasts. <laughs> yeah, as anyone over like say mm, fifty probably doesn't listen to podcasts. She's what eighty nine or something. So we're probably safe. Keep going. Anyway, the chances of her finding this podcast and listening to this particular. So episode. my other grandparents weren't the nicest. You know, they weren't like the baking cookies grandparents. You know, or like the oh, you know, like how my mom is, or even how your mom is. Like oh, grandma. Not so. It was more like. Like, we were kind of scared of our grandparents. They were, like, the, like, stern, like, you know, not running. You know, like, they were... You met, like... Is this grandmother and grandfather? Or is this the other one? Both. Poppy. Think about him. Not, I met Poppy. Not, Poppy was, like, a gentle giant by the time I met well, him. Well, yeah. I mean, that's because he, you know... He was old. Yeah, but when he was our grandpa, like, you know, where he was walking and driving and having a job and stuff, he was scary. And so anyway, so I would always wanted to meet this grandmother, but hold on, what? Interesting. So your grandparents, you knew your grandparents when they were employed. Yes. So I didn't know my grandparents when they were employed. Yeah, because your your how old was your grandpa? Like he was he was in his eighties when I remembered him. Yeah, so he he must have had your mom when he was like in his fifties. He was forty something years old, I think, when he when when she was born. And my grandmother was probably in her thirties. They were. Late 20s. They were what? They were a while apart. About ten years apart, I think. No, they were more than that, like twelve. Mm, maybe. That's what she said. Um. So yeah, I said yeah. I'm seeing. So that. you're talking about Poppy? Yeah. Okay, continue. Um. So, I. Uh, so yeah. So I started writing this about, and it's just about her life, and it's also a little bit like a little bit fiction to like kind of how it's a perspective of me how I for our like, listeners for whose life for my grandma Opal Opal was her name okay. and so it was like it's like her life story things I've heard but through my perspective anyway it's just the whole thing and it's something I'd never read because I gravitate towards Harry Potter or it's from her perspective no it's from it's like basically this picture that I have of her whole life just through stories I've heard from her. Okay. Yeah. So I've pieced together like... This is a nonfiction. Right. I don't read... not Unless it's historical. Like if it's like a history book, like a... Isn't everything nonfiction like historical? Like a biography. You know what I'm saying? I don't read like... Um, books about... <laughs> People that don't have wands and stuff. I don't know what to tell you. I don't read books about real people. I don't read books. Like, like my Make friend, something of it. My friend gave me this book. She's like, oh, it's about these friends and their friendship and growing up together. I'm like, ooh, that, yeah. that's not me. That's... Are, are they growing up in some sort of a, like, magical school? No, or it's like a, that sounds a, like the premise of what's that 80s movie? Or with, like on uh, a ship in space. River or Phoenix? Growing potatoes out of their poop. What? You know? No, rewind. <laughs> rewind. Hold on. Let's go back to that. Stop, stop. The Everything Martian, freeze. The Martian. Hmm? Like, that's, you know, like, more like a science fiction it's fantasy. science fiction. You know, those are my genres. Science Sure. That's equally mine. Yeah. So, 
I guess the question you ask is, what, so have what I you, ever thought about writing a book? And my answer is yes. <laughs> but it would be, but it, it sounds like it's going to be nonfiction. Fantasy. Ugh, dang it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's going to be nonfiction. Okay. Yeah. And I don't want it to be. Okay. Why? Why do you ask? No, because it relating to what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like this concept of being a writer. Like I, I would like part of me has always thought about being a writer, but I have no talent or have also dedicated no time to writing. You know, so I have no idea if I have talent in writing. Well, I mean, I feel like you would have some idea if you are a good writer. I don't think I'm a good writer. Did I like, you? I've always been attracted to that concept of storytelling, but uh-huh. um, I'm attracted to good storytelling. I don't, but I don't know, and I've always wanted to be involved in that. I just don't know if I can, myself am a good storyteller. Mm. You know. Well, I think that you break down one single episode of any show that I don't care about so thoroughly that I know exactly. I don't ever have to watch the show. You're I wasn't love. going to watch the show, which is why I chose not to watch it. But you still tell me every detail and the way you do it. Seriously, I'm amazed when I try to tell somebody. Some that happened to show, I'm like, oh, and this happened. Like, I hit the major plots, kind of. You're like, and then this person thought this. And they, you know. Is it too much, you say? Is it too much? Is it too much explain, explaining an episode as, as far as, like, the perfect storyteller doesn't over explain too much. It's about giving enough details to keep you interested, but not enough, but enough, not enough that you would want to read it on your own. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or in this case, I think view. just for this situation, it's just something I'm not interested in. So, you know, it's sure. like if I sit down here and try to tell you about some episode of a show I watch that you don't care about. I'm, but be, I'm, I'm game. Like when you're like, so we just watched um, Star Trek Voyager, the same episode uh, of like, which I've seen before. Um, of the, I don't remember the title, but it's the one where Seven of Nine is learning how to date via yeah. the doctor. Someone to watch over you. Someone to watch over. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's seven. Um, man. Okay, let's pause that because I want to come back to that. I want to come back to Star Trek Voyager. I'm with always you. ready to come. I'm back ready to come Star back Trek to Star Trek Voyager. Voyager. I really, do a whole podcast just on Star Trek. Voyager. What do you think? Um, can you see yourself being a writer? I absolutely can. I can see myself. Is it with a typewriter? It no. It's not. Is it with? An I old... would have a typewriter in the room though. Is it with a word? Like something to keep my perfect, alcohol uh, DOS-based machine like J.R.R. Martin? No, I would just have a regular laptop because uh-huh. I'm normal. Sure. But I would be like in a cabin in, a, in the mountains mm. somewhere and like some like See, I'm not. I'm in a Caribbean. I'm like, I'm like out. Oh, I'm you're like, doing I'm not in the Caribbean. I'm sorry. I'm like in Greece. Like I oh. can see a nice, beautiful sunset. Okay. But I'm inside my own like comfortable like home and I'm looking at it. It's fantastic. You're, you're at, going a different kind of way. I, I love like it. that. I just love seeing my, the ocean. I have to see the ocean. Yeah. And I'm typing. What I'm typing about? Not about the ocean. But I wanted the ocean. Right. For the, you know, just. Ambiance. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is a little different because mm-hmm. maybe I'm a darker person, but I picture Literally. like, you know, just like being <laughs> alone in the woods. You didn't even pick up you know oh yeah a cabin like, yeah in like the middle of winter you know oh, or like sure or like you know what that is uh misery yeah <laughs> you're about to get someone's legs i'm about to get up. hobbled you, you or or you writer. are going to hobble somebody he was the writer though right and he that's but she was he also did. a writer no she wasn't i thought she was writing something was she also like this is how you should end the, the well that's book. because she just kept Ooh, love me some misery. Ooh, 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 ooh. you know what let's watch that movie this year 
Misery. I would watch it. I hear the kids up like dancing. They're I don't not know even, what even they're close doing. They're not sleep. even trying to care that we're it's here. Okay. They don't care. They know we can it's hear. It's like them. they don't know that we have a podcast that called it's called Don't Wait oh, the Kids. But, and we didn't try to wait the kids. Regardless. Those kids are kids are woke. I'm sorry, all you conservatives <laughs> are upset, but those kids are woke. Go ahead. <gasps> they don't even give a shit. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? That's they why don't. we just got explicit. They don't care. Actually we gotta cut more of those S words before we get explicit. Enjoy. Go How ahead. many? I don't know. I don't know the count. I don't know the count. Shit, shit, shit. No! <laughs> okay, now we're explicit for sure. Goodness gracious. That's just, that's that's the Huckleberry talking. Is it Huckleberry? Huckleberry. Is it good? Yes. Want to try it? I didn't try this one. What was the last one? It was blueberry? I just kind of wish instead of a Huckleberry cider, it was Huckleberry beer. Okay. We're, no. Soon we're going to take a pause out of the way because the kids are running back and forth upstairs. That's what I'm saying. They don't even like, they have no regard. They don't, for us. They're like, they oh, care. who are you? Oh, what? They don't care. Mm. I just want to cover this topic though of writing. Okay, like, go ahead. So but yeah, so no. I would, you know, I would also like to write too. Do it. But right I'm not so. good at it. How you do know? you know? I feel well, like if, if I were to start writing, I'd be the person like I'd have to hire someone to like proofread all my stuff and go. No, Here's you where you're grammatically incorrect. You don't have to hire someone unless you want to buy me some. Let me tell you something. Or... Let me tell you something about writing. Uh, having read, having been reading Lord of the Rings to the kids, J.R.R. Tolkien, who is everyone knows is a masterpiece writer of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Man, talk about runoff sentences. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That guy can't stop a sentence to save his life. Run on sentence. Run on sentence? It's yeah. like Run there's, on. There, there's there's sentences that need multiple commas because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. It, and not only that, but there are sentences that should be three sentences instead of one sentence. Cause he's just describing things, you know. Yeah. I you know, running reading this um or uh, yeah, reading the Lord of the Rings to the kids, it's a lot of fun. Um and it's really like you get that like uh uh, the thing that Tolkien's known for that kind of like art, that like artistic description of events and scenes, and you you can like descri- it's like he is there, but he's also describing the landscape. He's describing the temperature, the weather, and everything at once. You know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what he was known for. But it's all you know. All, here's the thing that I think a lot of people, and this is really getting off track, but Lord of the Rings, like as he's writing this, I think a lot of people's concepts of Lord of the Rings come from the movies. I think that. Um, Kind of does a disservice to the work because sure. it's very whimsical. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very like Tom Bombadil. I was just gonna ask you about Tom Bombadil. Isn't that so weird? <laughs> yes, it is very. weird. I have been meaning to ask you. Actually, I, I don't even know if I have answers, but go ahead. So I thought he was just some guy, like in my mind, with some sort of like a staff, like your dad has, you know, with the carved face in it or something, just like walking around he's a drunken old man that sits in the middle of the woods yeah and yells at children is he a wizard because he is i not didn't a think wizard. he was a wizard but then caitlin said that he's like that has like somehow the most power or the most like he's the most powerful something or other. he is an old like best way to describe it and i'm not sure if this is the correct description but he's like an old uh spirit of nature like like you yeah, know okay like that's kind like of why i thought nature, it, yeah you know? Like he exists, like a nymph, kind of. No, yeah, like Except, a nymph. Wait, he's like a nymph, but he's man. Like he, he is. Um, like so, he's dating this late this girl, like old, basically Mother Nature. Him and Mother Nature are together in right. like an old cabin. Mm-hmm. But that, but conceptually, like he is older than Gandalf. He's older than Sodomon. He might be older than. Oh, I like how you do those accents. I've been Sodomon. doing it all the time. Sodomon. Sodomon. I. 
trying to explain to that you know that was always confusing me when I was watching the movie and the books. It's like, why the name? Oh my god, Sauron and Sodomon so close to like. Okay, then uh-huh. why would you not assume that Sodom was an asshole? Yeah. Ooh, there's uh, my oh. there's my explicit. Whoops, I got explicit. What I'm talking about the Lord of the Rings. All right. Um, so but, writing, yeah, sounds fun. Who wouldn't want to be a writer? I mean, I but I don't like like what's what's prohibiting you from writing? Um, <laughs> I mean, you could say that about anything. What I'm saying about this? Uh, poor choices in life. Next question. <laughs> But like, like you, like literally, nothing is stopping anyone from being a writer. Like anyone can be a writer now. Anyone. Well, anybody could do a lot of things now. You know, a lot of people do like okay, like anyone, any, any kind of concept. Or like, anyone could be a stripper right now. Okay. Anyone. Anyone. You listener <laughs> could be a stripper. You know, you know what? Set loftier goals or less loftier goals in this case. Um, a lot less. Anyways, oh, hey. Oh, I'm sorry, no a lot less. I'm strippers. not shading the strippers. I'm saying a lot less as, mentioned, as, as part of clothes. So it, was a, it was a point. <laughs> so la- lack of clothes as it comes off. Anyways. Mm, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> um, what do I want to talk about, though? Like, writing, like, uh, like, so there are a lot of writers today that you don't, we don't think about. Like, there's people that write blogs, but there's people that write, like, uh, people who write for, like, look at the internet. Every time you pick up your phone and you get, like, a bunch of, like, articles, someone wrote those articles. Someone's, someone's paid to write this stuff. And, and I think as a paid writer, you have to come up with the most amount of content, least amount of, like, most amount of words, or least amount of information. Mm-hmm. That's literally, like, what is wrong with our landscape of writers right now is that, like, oh, well, you want, I want you to give, give this opinion on this, even though they're literally... Probably close to about 100 other people making the same article mm-hmm. about the same stuff. And the same but you language. You have to stand out. Right. And those articles are all the same, almost they are. exactly They're, the same. And a lot of them, um, you know, and, and uh, there's a lot of websites that post a lot of, like, garbage, like, like articles. It's just, you know, the headlines sell. They're trying to get you mm-hmm. to come click and stuff. And so it, it, it demeans the artistry of writing because it's, um, it's all about, like, headline selling. And you come out with the most um, exciting, like things to drive you into the thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's you know, does that have anything to do with? Like I was thinking back to our um, episode about where I shared the fun fact about Iceland. That um, it's either oh Iceland or Greenland. No Iceland. Greenland has ice. Yeah, Iceland has green. Um, that has. Uh, on their their Christmas, they don't buy presents; they buy books. Mm. Remember, and mm. they everybody just gives each other books, and then they spend the whole like all of Christmas Eve reading their books. That's because that's what they're like. That's what they love. I love reading. We should. You know, I can't wait till the boys are old enough to read. That we can have a reading hour. We sit. And we have coffee, uh-huh. or tea, biscuits, yeah. cookies. Uh-huh. Some classical instrumental music in the background, possibly, most likely, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit music. Mm. And then we're just reading, and it's fantastic. Or, and then we can change it up a bit. Like, one week, we're going to take turns reading to each other different books. Yeah. That sounds fun. That'll, that will be, you know what, yes, one of my friends has um, three boys, and they, that's what she said, they, I can't remember if it was like, I think it was when Harry Potter, one of the Harry Potters would come out, they would all get it. And then um, go like read together like as a family and like in you know all cozy by the fire like just hanging out together reading you know. I'm glad you brought up Harry Potter. That's got a good transition to our next topic, which will be covered in this week in geek. I am as far beyond mutants as they are beyond you. 
was saying um, how to tie into the Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. This Week in Geek, I want, also kind of tie into Harry Potter and also into our uh, adventures. We've been watching this Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this comic that's been out probably for about a year and a half. It's called Strange Academy. Now, the premise of that um, and why it ties into Harry Potter is basically Harry Potter, but for Marvel Comics. Mm. It's for all the magic. You, it's basically Doctor Strange creates this academy of all the magic users, these children of magic users, to come in and to learn magic. Uh, because in the Marvel comics, there's been a lot of horrible things going on with magic, and um, and the premise of, of magic in Marvel comics is you can do magic, but there's a cost to it. Mm-hmm. And so in this case, they're trying to have these people learn uh, how to learn magic, but also learn not to like you know you know in a safe environment, mm-hmm. kind of like Hogwarts. Yeah, so that's that's how I'm gonna sell this comic to you. It's it's called Strange Academy. Oh, are you trying to get me to read it? Uh, you would absolutely love this. You would Is love that it. a yes? I'm not trying to sell you on it. All right. Because I, I don't know. You've, you've been... The only comments I've gotten you to read is, is Firepower, which is fantastic. I don't remember that. That was the, 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 the white guy doing Kung Fu and learning fire. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. good. And also before that was Birthright, which is fantastic. That was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so uh, Strange Academy, um, like I said, that it... It's it's like they all they are all in this uh, magical um, estate, and there's different magic users throughout the Marvel universe that you might recognize. So there's like, for instance, there's a literal uh, a young girl frost giant who's there to kind of learn magic. Mm-hmm. There's um, the son of Dormammu, who was you know Dormammu oh, yeah. from yeah from the boys saying Dormonitor. Dormonitor. Yeah. yeah, I don't. That's all I know about him is that he's not actually called Dormammu. So the the son of Dormammu is there. So he's this little cute kid with a head like a fireball, like a matchstick fireball head. You know, mm-hmm. um, the son of uh, you don't know who the Enchantress is, which is weird. I'm expecting her to show up at some time in the MCU, but the Enchantress is another big uh, Thor villain. Like she mm-hmm. comes, she's like I always thought she- of her. She's like the female Loki kind of. Like she's she's enchantress. She's a Norse oh, okay. mythology kind of character. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. she's whatever. But it's the son of that. She has two sons. They're twins. And they're both in there. And so it's kind of a fun premise. Um, let me see if I can. I was going to pull up um, who all else is in there. I guess I'm missing somebody. So here. And, and they all have like cool instructors. Like in Hogwarts, they have different wizards. So mm-hmm. the faculty... And you won't know all these ones, but the faculty of, of Strange Academy, Doctor Voodoo, who's big. Um, see the other ones you might know. You don't know any of these ones. Sorry, the ancient one, the ancient one who is I think is tied into like. Nope. Okay. Oh, adjunct faculty. Here you go. Adjunct. Adjunct. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch is mm. is a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, magic. You might not know. I've heard of him. Uh, the Man Thing, which is like the Marvel's version of Swamp Thing. Uh-oh. Looks like he's the Man Thing. The Man I'd Thing? I'd call him Man Thing, but Man Thing, he's awesome. So he's not just a huge penis. Real name, Dr. That's, Theodore Ted Sales. That's what I think of him as. Sure. You didn't even hear me. What? Say that's it? how much I know you don't listen to the me. The Man Thing? Yeah. What were you thinking of? A huge penis. Sure. Everyone thinks of that. That's why it's funny. Why do they call him that? Because his name was created before they thought that was funny. <laughs> well, that's the honest truth. I don't have to tell you. Ah, oh, good. Um, 
You laughing at your joke a little too uh, hard. Laugh, I'm always gonna laugh at a good penis joke. Okay. Uh, but it's it's um and it's a lot like it's a lot like uh, Harry Potter and like you know like you have all these students that come together, but except they're like um they're all from famous Marvel characters, so we all know. We might not know the character, but we know who they're they're from. You know, like you might recognize the stuff. So, but um, it's also there's also like a continuing mystery of like you know they're learning the craft as you will, what you know craft. Wasn't mm-hmm. that the yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like I think Loki becomes an instructor at some point, but it's just really fun. You really I think you would like it because it's it's literally Hogwarts. In the Marvel Universe. That sounds good. And it's really fun. All right. Um, they take different field trips. The last field trip they took was to uh, Don't Asgard. Don't spoil it for me. Okay. Um, and, then, you know, and like anything like 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 Harry Potter, there's like this ongoing mystery. Like one of the one of the students is no is going to be called the one who will take them down. Don't bum, spoil bum, it bum, for bum. me. Bum, bum, bum. Did you hear me? I didn't spoil it. I don't know who it is. Well, now I know that there's something coming Surely, like that. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't have said anything. Well, don't you know there's something coming to Harry not- Potter? No. What are you talking about? You don't know that when you look at the cover. You think it's a guy riding a broom. What are you talking about? The instant you read Harry Potter, you're like... Yeah, the instant you read it. That's key. Oh, my gosh. Um, actually, there's other, like... One girl is a zombie. Um, That's cool. It's like Casper Scare School. Yeah. It's it's really... It's like, and it was good about it, for those who are listening in for you, is that they just started it, like... Uh, started in March. That's not right. So I should run down to the comic book store and get my. You box should run down to I like comics, and you can buy the first trade, which is the first six mm-hmm. issues that came out in March two twenty twenty one. It's really good. That's all. But you know, like um, yeah, and and it ties into Loki because Loki kind of pops up as well, and like kind of mischievous. Like it's just fun because it's like you know the fun part of like Hogwarts is like you have these random teachers come in they're like kind of yeah. quirky but they're also slightly dangerous uh-huh. you know yeah. like not about Snape but like usually the defense against the dark arts teacher who comes in there's something weird or mm-hmm. off about. like what's that mm-hmm. Mad-Eye Moody comes in you're like mm-hmm. you know he's, he's doing he's keeping something. somebody in a trunk he's doing something weird right yeah he he, is. he's got a weird eye I mean how do you get away from that you know yeah. everything about everybody has a weird something everything about Hogwarts is like this faculty seems like they're doing something illegal <laughs> You know, <laughs> well, I mean, the parents don't care that they send their kids off to a school where people don't come back home. Right. One word. Prestigious. Once you have that word in front of it, you're fine. It's like what's the, what's the one that we have like in, in the in the Catholic schools like blue ribbon or blue. Oh, I don't care. Oh, it's like once you've gotten this award, you're like, oh yeah, you're good. You're good to go. I've heard people talk about some colored ribbon. Blue like, is usually blue. All right, cool. I don't know why blue. <laughs> you think gold ribbon would be. But whatever, blue ribbon. Know. Blue ribbon. Well, no, blue, blue ribbon. ribbon. Yeah. Sure. Um, now I want to know the origins of the blue ribbon. That is a rabbit hole I'm going to fall down later. Do you see? Yeah, and we can do that. We'll bring that back later. Um, and that's this week in Geek. One last... Um, I don't want to bring up and this. I, this could be under this week, but really, this whole podcast could be this week. Yeah, I don't think you know this, so this is why I want to. I, I'm, I'm dropping this on you. Did someone die? Yes. No. Uh, Ooh, why did you act so excited about no. it? No, excited about the memories. So on July, I think fifth of the so a couple of days ago, several days ago, uh, 
the director and, and writer Richard Donner died. Do you know who Richard Donner is? That name, have I seen it on a screen written? He's an American uh, director. Um, so here's what I know him from. He was the director of, I think, the first two original Superman films. Hmm. But here's films that you might know him from. The Goonies. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. That's what I've seen. A Lethal Weapon. Yep. Uh, the Omen. He didn't have anything to do with Home Alone, did he? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, Lady Hawk. Have you ever seen Lady Hawk? No. You've seen the movie Maverick with Mel Gibson, right? I no. It. I watched that with you. You've seen that. Scrooged. <gasps> Conspiracy Theory. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a go. good movie. The Lost Boys. I think, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. It's a lot of movies, man. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of obviously more, famous, uh, one, really. Free Willy. Wow. Right. One and oh, two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew when you said his name. I don't, I'm not saying I have like eidetic memory, but. Eidetic. Whenever, that's the word, I'm sorry. Um, whenever you, like when you said Richard Donner, like it pulled up in my mind, red like font that I've seen on a screen with his name on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I mean, the reason, like, he's so big to, like, people like me is because, I mean, obviously, because Superman. Yeah. Um, we have a child yelling, Mommy. This might come up, but he's, so he wrote, he, I mean, like, not only that, but, like, he, um, one of the big writers of DC Comics and who's now the creative director of DC Comics worked with Richard Donner side by side. So, but that, that's, you know. I just thought you okay well, memories memories. So yeah. there was no upside to that. The upside, I mean, upside, you know, the, the memories. The upside of the memories. Upside no, you memories. said you said. Guess what? I don't think you know this yet. And then, and I, I wasn't inside, excited to I tell you the guy died. I was excited to tell you and sharing his legacy with you. All right. Uh, did he have to die for that to happen? Yes, that's how what a legacy is. Well, that's unfortunate. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta okay. Go. You want to wrap it up here since the child's yelling? Okay, so as the child's yelling, uh, this goes out to all you late night parents out there. Godspeed. Godspeed.